Welcome to FitChicks Chat, the weekly podcast dedicated to educate and empower women to take control of their lives, where we talk about fitness, nutrition, mindset, and wellness. Today's episode is brought to you by FitChicks Academy, where we help heart-centered women who love health and fitness get certified as fitness and nutrition coaches and build amazing businesses. If you're ready to create the life, health, and career you love, please join us for our upcoming Fitness and Nutrition Expert Certification Program and download the brochure today at www.fitchicksacademy.com forward slash F&E brochure to learn more. Now let's dive into this week's episode of Fit Chicks Chat. Welcome to the Fit Chicks Chat Podcast, where we talk all things fitness, nutrition, and wellness for women to help you live your healthiest and fiercest life inside and out. And now, your hosts, Laura Jackson and Amanda Quinn. Hey guys, okay, so today, Laura and I are going to be here talking about mindset. We are tackling the topic of mindset and how we all struggle so much. And I know every single one of you listening right now has struggled with this at some point, I'm sure, because I know that we do. And it's the mindset and the struggle around finding your own path and your own journey and listening to your inner voice that tells you what your path is. So I'm Amanda Quinn. And <laughs> I'm, like, I'm Laura Jackson. <laughs> I'm Amanda Quinn. <laughs> Sorry. Um, and so, yeah, so today we are talking specifically about this whole idea of a journey and a path. Now, I'm going to like take it back for a second and I'm going to give you guys a little bit of a confession. Confession is when I go to fitness and health conferences, I feel a hundred percent out of place. And I know you might be like, how is that even possible? You are the owner. I, I do too, girl. Exactly. <laughs> I know, but like as a co-founder of Fitchicks Academy, someone's been coaching women for 20 plus years, both of us. And like, you would think that this would be like our natural element and where we feel like at home. But the truth is we feel completely out of place. And that's because we've always considered ourselves to be kind of like the misfits. <laughs> that's how we describe ourselves, like the misfits of the health and fitness industry. And this is kind of like when we go to these conferences, we just feel like out of place because we are not following the same path that so many other people that are there are following or have followed. We feel out of place because it's like we have a different voice in the industry. We have a different vision of what we wanted to create and we have created something that's very different than a lot of other people in the industry. And so it just makes us feel like a little bit uncertain about what it is that we're doing. Well, I wouldn't say it makes me feel uncertain. It's just that I always felt that something was wrong with me or maybe I was on the wrong path because I didn't feel 100% comfortable amidst the tribe that I was being told are my people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I was being told that, okay, if you're a fitness in the fitness industry or if you're in the nutrition industry, because I'm both a fitness professional and I'm also a nutritionist. So both of them are very different, right? You go to yeah. one and it's like protein shakes and like supplements, BCAAs, and then you go to one, like go to nutrition, um, especially holistic nutrition, and it's more like green smoothies and zen and all these things. And I don't fit into either one of those molds. You're like in the middle. I am like... <laughs> oh, you uh, like to do a combo of both, and then you also like to do your own thing. <laughs> well, yeah, and I just... But then when I was first, you know, diving in, because the whole thing 
And this is why I think it's so important that we consistently talk about mindset is it's the area that we put the least amount of work into, into ourselves. We put so much like energy and thought into what everyone else thinks of us mm-hmm. or, you know, how much money we can make or what we're supposed to do here and there and what, like, it's always outside of us, but in reality, we should constantly be looking inward because the mindset piece is the key to weight loss, to muscle building, to building a business you love, to having the life you love, the partner you love, everything. It boils down to you yeah. and your mindset. So we should be working on this a lot. But for me, before I was doing that work, I was like, you know, you look outside yourself. So you're looking to your tribe or the, who's supposed to be your tribe. And, and you're like, okay, well, they all seem so together in their six pack abs and their chicken breasts and their protein crushing and, you know, (laughs) all of these things. And I was like, you know, I don't see fitness like that, but I also know this is my calling. I know I'm an amazing instructor. I know I'm an amazing educator. I know I have a huge gift to bring to this, into this space, but why do I feel so out of place? And I think that's why this conversation today is so important because until I got, did the mindset piece and got the confidence to realize I was carving and you and I were carving out our own place in this industry. And that's of course going against the grain. You're stepping outside mm-hmm. your comfort zone. It brings up a lot of stuff, guys. It brings up a lot. And until that happened, it was like, I, I almost quit. I almost, you know, I almost wouldn't, I probably wouldn't be been here right now if I didn't understand this part of it. I agree. I agree 100%. And I mean, this stuff goes back. Like this isn't even like, and this is stuff that happens from a, like, I believe this starts happening, like even as like a young person, like a young oh, kid and stuff. Everything goes back to being a kid. Exactly. But it's like, you know, cause like even back in the day, like when you think about it, like even right now we're talking about it specifically from our business and how we feel today and like what we struggle with in the mindset thing. But that even goes back to like back in the day, like when we were finishing high school, you know, it was like, why did you go to post-secondary school? Yeah. Like I went because I thought I was supposed to. It wasn't necessarily this driving force inside of me that was like, I really need to go back to school and learn more. Like I really wanted to go travel. That's all I wanted to do. I wanted to like go travel with you (laughs) and go do fun stuff around the world and just like have fun. And I didn't want to go to school, but I went to school because I felt like that was my path. And then I looked for a job and I remember when I first moved to Toronto, my very first job out of school was working for a political person. Oh yeah. I remember that. I almost died laughing when you told me, I was like, you're going to last for like probably two weeks. You're like, I hate this job. It was okay. Honestly, it was like my gateway to get to Toronto. It was like, it was the funniest thing to me when I look back now, because I was working for a political party that I don't believe in, that I don't support. And I'm not a political person when it comes to that. As you know, I don't, I don't focus on that in my life. And I was working for this political party and I was doing administrative work, which I'm terrible at. I'm the worst. I was managing their database, which I totally effed up. Like when I left, they were like, we have to hire someone now to come and fix it. And I'm like, I'm really sorry. Like I didn't know what I was doing at all, (laughs) at all, at all. And then my other part of my job was just to go to events and take notes, like to be a scribe next to this part. And I was like, which also has anyone ever seen your handwriting? And back then that's, Oh my gosh. Somebody the other day told me that my handwriting looks like graffiti. And I was like, kind of complimented. I was like, that's cool. I guess they're like, it's actually 
like you can't read it. And I was like, like it looks oh, like mine's the same. graffiti. And I was like, that's cool. Um, <laughs> but it's probably also because I draw pictures in my writing. Anyways, but so that was like my job. And it was like, but I followed that path because I thought this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Like I'm supposed to be getting this job, this full-time job and making people proud of me and doing all these things. And I shouldn't be listening to the voice inside of me. At that time, I didn't have the voice telling me this desire of like starting my own business, but I always knew that the path that I felt like everyone had to follow wasn't mine. You know what I mean? Completely. Yeah. And I think, I think for a lot of us though, and this is where, you know, I've been doing a lot of reflection lately because I'm about to turn 40 and I was thinking about, you know, my twenties where I spent the majority of my twenties hating myself, Mm -hmm. anxiety, deep into an eating disorder, you know, trying to figure out all this stuff, like doing the corporate job, hating it. We started fit chicks later on. Like it was this, this whole time of like not knowing who the heck I was and a lot of trial and error. Mm -hmm. And then my thirties was really about starting to learn about myself and learn to love myself through a lot of, you know, self-work and reading and mindset and all the things that I continually do to this day. And I can feel myself in the last year of my 30s about to step into my 40s. And then this is the year I'm about to own it. And I already can feel it. It's like the weirdest feeling of like, the 30s for me was about learning it. And now I'm like, now I'm about to live it in a yeah. way that I never have before. But that, again, like you were saying, it doesn't, it comes by knowing who you are and it comes by surrounding yourself. Like I, this is why I'm so big on surrounding yourself with the right people. Mm-hmm. Like you have to surround yourself with positive people. You have to surround yourself. Like our students in the fitness and nutrition expert program, I talk to them all the time about this. Like, you know, if you if you need support when it comes to building a business, you're not going to go and ask your family members who worked for the government their whole lives and who've had consistent security. You know yeah. what I mean? And that's not saying there's anything wrong with that. It's just because they they're just not don't gonna, understand it. They don't understand. So where are you going to go to? You've got to find a tribe of people who are like-minded, who are, who have walked that walk, who know what you're about to go through, who can support you and who are going through it too. That's why our Facebook community for our FNE program is so great and strong and supportive because it's a mix of past grads and current students. And there's this whole growing that happens outside of the program too. So, mm-hmm. and it, I've seen that in my own life. Like as soon as I realized, even when we were saying about going to fitness conferences that, you know what, it's okay. There are certain things about these people that yes, I do love. And I'm a part of it. So I'm like, Oh my God, but I'm okay with having this voice. And I'm going to go in there with the mentality of, you know what, you know, taking the positives from the things, because when we start to get really insecure about stuff, again, it's not about, it's not about those people. It's not that we're not a, shouldn't be a part of that tribe. It's because it's bringing up something in us. And usually it's a feeling of not feeling good enough. That's the number one issue that everyone in the world deals with is Mm -hmm. not feeling like you're good enough. Exactly. 100%. And it's just, and it it just like, and it'll start like feeding into all areas of your life. If you do not deal with it, if you do not like learn to like go do the work and do the process and do the acceptance. I think that that's a big thing is like a lot of acceptance, acceptance of who you are, acceptance of your path, acceptance of being different, right? Like I know that I think very differently than a lot of people I know. And that's totally fine. Right. And I know you're the same. Like, it's just, 
it's like accepting that and not feeling like you have to be this cookie cutter image of every single person. And I think even in this industry, in the fitness industry, you know, going back to like what we were saying in the beginning about being uncomfortable at those conferences and stuff, I think, you know, one of the things that made us so, that made both of us, because I'm going to speak for you now, because I know it made us, it made you uncomfortable. We've been best friends for so long, go ahead. (laughs) It made you uncomfortable too, is the idea that the whole not looking the part and feeling like the the fitness industry is so cookie cutter that in order to be taken seriously, to be professional, to be successful in this industry, that you have to look and act the same way that all of those people look and act. And you know, if you go to those conferences, that's one of the things that used to overwhelm me was like, you would walk in and everybody else, I felt like I looked so different and I do look so different than most fitness professionals and health professionals. And that used to really like trigger a lot of stuff in me of that, like not being good enough, not being smart enough, not, you know, and I know I told you this story and I've told it once on the podcast before about like even speaking at that conference where Christmas Abbott was speaking and I was speaking right before her and she was standing next to me and she looks like, you know, an amazing athlete and she is an amazing athlete. And I stood up and I was like, Oh my gosh, I have to speak about like weight loss strategies. And I just had a baby and I feel overweight. And I told you like before that I considered getting a shirt that said, I just had a baby on it. And like, literally that was an actual logical thought in my brain, a very illogical, but it was a real thought that happened in my mind because I was so fearful of not being accepted into the tribe rather than, and this is recently guys. So what I'm saying to you is that this constant, this mindset work is stuff that you have to, the self-acceptance stuff is constant. It's ongoing. It's not just, it's not just going to happen like overnight. It's stuff that you consistently have to work through and you're going to have new triggers that come up and you're going to have new things that happen, but you have to work through it. And it's like, but it's accepting that I don't, when, when I was in that moment, I'm like, I don't look like Christmas Abbott, but you know, at the same time, what I'm saying is so impactful and the knowledge that I have is so true. And like, it's hel- so helpful for the people there. I had so many people come up after, after I spoke and like, tell me how amazing it was and how helpful the information was that I was sharing. And even Christmas was like standing up and like yelling, like, amen, like as I was talking and stuff, cause she's funny. And like, you know, cause it was just like, I was speaking pure knowledge. And so it's like trusting yourself enough to know that like, even if you don't look the part, even if you don't feel like you are exactly like everybody else, that's a good thing. It's actually a thing to celebrate because you don't have to be like everybody else. My path is not your path. And just like everybody else's path is not, you know, it doesn't have to be the same. And if you feel like you feel shackled to the idea that you have to be that way, you need to like take a step back and do that self-acceptance work to understand that you are you and that you have an amazing gift to offer. That's why one of the, that was hard. No, but that's one, that's one of the key parts too. Like even in our F&E program in the wellness section, yes, we talk a lot about like detox strategies and the importance of sleep and stress management and how to do that with your clients. Right. It's very, that's very tactical. But a huge component of the wellness portion, which most of our students have come back and been like, that was game changing for me, was we have them do a vivid vision. Yeah. Because the wellness is not just about your clients and teaching them wellness. It's about figuring out who you are and the vision for what you want in your life. And most people never sit down and actually do that. So when you do, it's like, it opens up this whole other area. And that's what happened to me. Like, 
when I was started, when we first started, and I sat down and like we were writing out all the things. It was funny because recently I was cleaning out. I got rid of my car, and I had been using my trunk for extra storage because I just never drove it and whatever. So I had you know all these boot camp mats, <laughs> like the old, junk mobile. <laughs> yeah, like boot camp mats and all these extra weights and things from like when we were you know it was just like literally a gym in a box, and. <laughs> I found like old journals, like our old, not even journals, old like workbooks from like when we first started Fit Chicks and us trying to figure out our brand and what we wanted to stand for. And by doing that work, we got really clear on the position and the voice that we had. It wasn't just like, okay, this is our brand position, but it also was like, this is who we want to be in this industry. Like day one, we will not market to women's insecurities. Boom. Day two, like, you know, from day one, it was like, we want to train women only. We want to be super inclusive. So we have to have levels like one, two, three to include every woman from someone who's just starting working out to someone who's been working out for 20 years and they can all do it together. You know, like there were so many things that for us were really important that no one else was doing. Yeah. And I think that that was something for me that really helped was, and that's why I'm saying it for anyone listening for you spend that time to get clear before you start stressing about what other people are thinking, take a step back and be like, or what other people are doing. Yeah. And be like, what do I want to do? What is it, my vision for me? Like, mm -hmm. it doesn't matter. Like, you can go out there and try to create a fitness business like everybody else's. And this is when people say to me, oh, it's a saturated market. I'm like, uh, I totally don't believe it is. There is more need than anything. It's an $84, $84 billion industry that keeps growing. There's a lot of room and there's a lot of people who are going to like clients. But the thing is, is that most people are trying to live someone else's path. Most people are yeah. trying to do it the way someone else does, not the way that they're meant to do it. Exactly. So when I started to realize like going to those fitness conferences and I was like, you know what? Okay. Yes. There's these guys up here who are the big like juice monkey guys with like the eight packs and like literally are eating a raw chicken breast in the middle of this conference. <laughs> I, was like, I actually remember a guy having a conversation with me telling me that every time he drives the clients, he's just like, yeah, you know, I'm always just driving. I've got my map going. I'm eating my chicken. I got my protein shake in the other hand. I'm like, what are you steering with? <laughs> so no one needs that much protein people. We can't effectively use it. <laughs> like after a certain amount, there's the, it's not that it's going to kill you, but there's too much. We can't effectively use it. It's just a waste of chicken. Um, but like, when I started to look at them and realize, you know what, that's their path in this industry is to, you know, help guys put on bulk and to, you know, be very competitive or like other women there who were like, you know, they were very much about bikini competitions or whatever it was. And I realized for me, like what I want to be in this industry is more of I want to be an educator. I want to be a motivator. I want to show women what's possible to create a business in this industry. And I also love the idea of fitness and health is about movement and nourishing our body with real whole foods. It's not about a one size fits all. Like you have to bulk up and look this way. It's about finding what works for you, no matter what age, stage, race, shape, ability, size, wherever you are, it's finding that thing for you. And that's yes. what pumps me up about the fitness industry. That's what I love about it is that, and we need people like that. That's the we, thing. We need, we need it more than anything else. I think we need to stop putting fitness as this unattainable BS visual goal that is not even healthy, like not even healthy mentally or physically when exactly. you're spending that much time in your physical body. 
that you neglect your emotional side, you neglect your relationships, you neglect the, your hormones and your health and all these things. Like, and again, I'm not saying that everyone's bad. As soon as I say that, it's like everyone, you know, we get, I know, we don't want to get the like hate mail. We're not trying to be haters. Please don't send That's it. Not our vibe either. <laughs> we're not, we're not trolls or haters, <laughs> but it's like, we got to get out of this mindset from both clients and again, our clients are the idea that they need to look like that, but also as instructors. And if you're trying to get in this industry, you need to ditch that idea immediately because it is just poison. And it really, what it is, is it's your insecurities trying to talk you out of doing what you want. Yeah. So you got to quiet the noise. Exactly. Exactly. Like, and like you said, like we just, we need more clear voices telling people, you know, like follow your path. And like what you were saying, like with clients, it's like, we need people that have like the ability to be able to train like multi-dimensional, if that makes sense. So yeah. it's like, so I don't know how else to say it other than that, but it's like, you know, if you just want to focus on one niche where it's like bodybuilding or bikini competitions with this or that, that's amazing. But we also need so many more people in this industry coming into it, stepping in and saying, that's not my path. And that's cool. This is my path. My path is helping, um, you know, helping people that are just starting out on their fitness journey or helping the elderly get fit who are obviously not training for a competition. Because the thing is guys, is that if there is somebody who say, for example, there's an elderly person looking to just start strength training. And then all, if everybody was doing the same thing and all they could find was trainers that are looking like that are training people for bikini competitions, this elderly person is going to struggle to find the right fit. They need, we need to have diversity in just like how the world is diverse. We need to have diverse trainers out there helping diverse populations. If that makes and, the, sense. and the best, and they've done studies, the best and most productive companies, the best and most productive nations in the world are the ones who have diversity yeah. because everyone brings something different to the table. It's like when you, I always explain this to you to some of our students. It's like when you are growing like let's say vegetables or growing yeah. like any type of like really great nourishing foods. Like we need to have, we can't just eat well from growing and eating, you know, <laughs> even for them to grow healthily. If you just have an entire strawberry patch and there's nothing nearby or the bees can't cross pollinate or all this stuff, like it's an ecosystem. It all grows best when there's other things around and different things that are coming in and out. Same with when we eat, right? If we just ate strawberries every single day, yes, they're a healthy food, but we'd be missing so many other amazing vitamins and minerals that when we rotate our foods, we get. So it's like, we have to think about that. Like we need a mix of different looks. We need a mix of different approaches. Some people might be super motivating and, and soft and caring. And some people might be that tough love that people like you know, the thrive on. <laughs> yeah. Like it's, it's very, but there's people out there who need what you have to offer and but the majority of it is getting over the idea that you have to live someone else's path or you have to speak someone else's truth as opposed to your own. And you don't. And that comes with time. Like you might be listening to this and be like, but how do I get there? Yeah. It's it, not overnight. It, like I said, I still, no. we still struggle with these moments from time to time. Like we're a lot stronger in our stance, obviously from our business standpoint and our personal standpoint, but it's, there's going to be moments that you waver a little. I don't know if those still happen to you, Laura. They happen to me. Of course, me. they happen to everybody. It's, <laughs> it's just different in the way 
of handling them. I I used to get really attached to the the thoughts and the feelings that I had about myself, that they would literally paralyze me. They would literally have me throwing up my food in the toilet. Like that's how attached I got to my beliefs and my thoughts. Mm -hmm. But now it's like, I have a thought and it's almost like, you know, like a balloon kind of like floats by the sky and I can either keep staring at it or I just pop it. Like I don't get it. I don't watch it. I don't get attached to it. It's like a negative thought comes in. I'm like, literally get out of my mind. That's kind of, I'm just like, it's just a thought, go. Or like how I described it, like clouds in the sky. You just let it pass, let it pass. Yeah, but the problem is, is that a lot of times it's like, you know, we have that negative thought and that was my hardest thing before was not being able to release it and it would just fester and spin. And the thing we don't understand, guys, is we're all telling ourselves stories constantly. So like, you know, (laughs) you walk, yeah, like you walk into the fitness conference and you see the girl who's wearing the crop top with the six pack and I'm wearing like an oversized hoodie and leggings, my usual. And, you know, she kind of looks at me and my initial, you know, the story I'm telling myself is, oh my God, look at her with the crop top. She's thinking I'm so fat. She's thinking, why is she at this fitness conference? She's wearing this oversized sweatshirt. What is she doing? This is the story I'm telling myself, right? Yeah. This girl has said nothing to me. She's like, literally just looked at me. The story, maybe she might not have even looked at you, to be honest. The the story that she's nine times out of ten. Yeah, nine times out of ten, she's not even looking at you. But the the story she's probably might be telling herself is, oh my god, I saw that sweatshirt online. I wonder where she got it. Should I go ask her? I don't know. It's kind of weird. I might be weird if I walk up to her and ask her where that sweatshirt (laughs) came from. It looks so comfortable. Blah blah. blah. This whole interaction is two people now having their own conversations with themselves. And nothing's really happening. So it's like, we have to realize there's, and this has really helped my relationship too. And I actually learned this from Brene Brown because she was talking about the stories that we have with ourselves. And I was like, oh my gosh. So like, even when I'm upset with even my husband, I'm like, okay, the story I'm telling myself right now is this. Like when you act like this, this is the story I'm telling myself. He's like, but that's not true. And I'm like, exactly. It's not true. It's the story I'm telling myself. So it kind of starts to get it out of your mind and, and turn it into these are just your thoughts going crazy, going haywire. Exactly. Exactly. No. And that's such a good way of looking at it. And that's such a good practice to start learning how to do. So if you are someone who is like, okay, but how do I get that? Get, how do I get that mindset? Like, I think that that's a really good practice. I think the other thing is what you were talking about earlier, which is like creating that vision of what you want, like write down the things that you believe in your core beliefs, your core values, who you want to show up as in the world, um, in the fitness industry, like what is it that you want to be known for? What is it that makes sense for you? Don't try to put yourself, it's like, don't try to put that like square peg in the round hole. Like don't try to make yourself like, I would never want to be a bikini competitor trainer because that's not who I am, right? And it doesn't make sense to me. And it's not that it's wrong, it's just not for me. So just find the thing that is right for you and follow that path. Because when you're authentically following that path, that's when you will have great success. And that's what people will be attracted to because they will see that you are being authentic in your voice. If you try to do something that is not authentic to you, people will see it from a mile away and they'll stay away from it. And you also will feel it. You will feel it very, at first you'll be like, (laughs) I can do this. I can do this. And then suddenly you're going to be like, this feels exhausting. Yeah. Like, it's like when I was doing personal training over group fitness, you know, I, I give my the same amount of energy to my personal training clients as I did to group fitness. I was exhausted. And slowly I was like, at first I'm like, no, 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 I'm going to keep doing personal training because I should do this. And it, you know, I'm, I've been told I should be a personal trainer and I should, you know, charge this and I should do it. And then suddenly it was like, 
okay, wait a second here. This is now I'm exhausted because my energy levels are low. Now I'm starting to resent this. Now this is feeling like a negative experience. You know what I mean? Like, and it was just like, and I could, but I didn't feel that way about group fitness. Yeah. So I was like, okay, you know, obviously this is what I need to be doing. Not the personal training. Exactly. Exactly. So, so I mean, I guess, you know, when we're talking about mindset, it's really just like, don't feel as though you have to be a certain way. Don't feel like you have to follow this cookie cutter syndrome that seems to happen, especially in this industry where you feel like you have to look, act, and be a certain way. You have to offer the same services. You have to follow that same path because that's not the case. And we are a great case study for that because we didn't follow that path. <laughs> we did it. And we've had a successful business running since September of 2008. And we built our business from seven women to seven figure business model. And it's just, you know, we've been very fortunate but it's not because we followed that same path. It's because we followed our own path and we created that path on our own. So if you are someone right now, what's that? Sorry. Oh, sorry. And I just want to say like, yeah. cause for me, I like thinking linear. So like, as Amanda said, like if you're struggling with this, just do these three things. Number one, like the clarity, get yeah. clear. Like she said, write it out, you know, think about what is your vision for even the next year in your life or what your dream life would look like. And just write that out. Just start there. And it might not be perfect at first, but if you start to, it will start to come up. Like if the, you're new to this work, it will start to come up. Yeah. The second thing I truly think too is to try to let go of the negative thoughts. And I know a long time ago, this is one little tip that, um, and I can't remember who did, it was a, a, a priest or a reverend out of the States. And he was running this negative, no negative, uh, no negativity or no like negative talk to other people. Brace. Yeah. And he had, he had <laughs> a bracelet, but <laughs> what he would do would be snap it. So every time, you know, you had a negative thought about someone else or about yourself, it was like a actual physical cue that, Whoa, I'm having that thought. So you could yeah. start to become more aware of our thoughts because many of us, we aren't aware. We just think it's normal to constantly think horrible things about ourselves or limiting beliefs. And really you can change all that very quickly. So to stop, to try to do that, like I even say, just get a hair elastic. Like as you don't need a bracelet, get a hair elastic. It'll give you a good snap, but try it for even like three days and just start to become a little bit more aware. And every time you have a negative thought about yourself or a limiting belief or about someone else, just click it. And you'll start to really notice how often or how much of your time you're spending and where you need to put that work into. And then the last thing that number three would be a hundred percent to surround yourself with like-minded people. Yeah. If you want to get on this journey, if you want to get certified and work in this industry and you feel nervous about finding your voice, you know, our tribe, we are so open and it's female only and we're always there. Or like if you want to become a bikini competitor coach, go and find a tribe there that it's, you know, that's what they do. That's what they support and they talk about. So, but find that tribe because especially our families are different than our path, right? <laughs> our kids are different than our path, our relationships, our parents, all of these things, they're different than our path mm -hmm. and your path is not their path. And they might have a very different idea of what your path should be. And so they might find, have very strong opinions that conflict with what your belief is. And completely. 
And oftentimes, more times than not, we see people being influenced by that versus being influenced by their own true beliefs. Yeah. It's just, and it's really unfortunate when that happens because then it's like, it's taking away from the world because we know that you have this gift that you should be offering to the world, but you are hesitant because the people surrounding you are not the people that are going to support it. And it's not saying that those people need to be eliminated from your life, but it just is saying that it's like, you need to find the people that will lift you up instead of pull you down in certain areas. And you need the people who are going to be able to help you see clearly when you cannot. Yes. So that, and those three things, guys, for me personally, I know for Amanda, we talk about this stuff all the time offline. <laughs> in addition, like literally we talk about this stuff all the time. Yeah. Um, those three things alone are like the best starting point for you to start to be able to walk down your path versus someone else's. So try them and let us know how it goes. <laughs> exactly. And of course, as Laura mentioned, we do have our fitness and nutrition expert certification program. So if you are looking for that tribe and if you are looking to get certified and you are ready to sort of dive in and create that life, health, and career that you love, make sure that you check out our brochure at fitchicksacademy.com forward slash FNE brochure. That's where you can download it. You can learn more about it. You can book a call with me. We can chat more about what your vision is and how we can help you create that um, for you and for your life. All right. So thank you guys so much for listening and we will talk to you again soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Fit Chicks Chat Podcast. Want more healthy love? Visit www.fitchicks.com for amazing resources, free workouts, recipes, tips, and so much more to help you live your healthiest and fiercest life inside and out. Thank you for joining us this week. And remember, if you are ready to create the life, health, and career you love, join us for the upcoming Fitness and Nutrition Expert Certification Program. Download the brochure today at www.fitchicksacademy.com forward slash F&E brochure.